Hello, this is Pastor Pete Beck III with LifeNet in Burlington, North Carolina. Welcome to today's podcast entitled, Prayer of Praise When the World Has Gone Crazy. I want to open by reading Acts 2.32-36. through 36. This Jesus God raised up again, to which we are all witnesses. Therefore, having been exalted to the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, he has poured forth this which you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into heaven, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. This is from the New American Standard Bible. The gospel is the true story of how God reclaimed for himself authority and dominion over his creation. The Bible teaches that Father God is the creator who made all things through the agency of his Son and the Holy Spirit. John 1, 1 through 3 says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, and all things came into being through him. And apart from him, nothing came into being that has come into being. That is also from the New American Standard Bible. In addition, God sustains his creation moment by moment. Otherwise, it would fold up like a cheap tent. Colossians 1, 15 through 17 says, He, Jesus, is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation, for by him all things were created, both in the heavens and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things, and in him all things hold together. That is from the New American Standard Bible as well. Adam and Eve gave to Satan the authority and dominion that God had invested in them, opening the door for satanic oppression to warp and destroy God's beautiful masterpiece. Only by sending his own son as the Lamb of God could Father God regain dominion over his creation and reverse the horrible process of death and destruction that sin introduced. Jesus willingly offered his life as a perfect sacrifice to atone for our sins, and in so doing, he liberated us from the shackles of death. Three days later, he rose victoriously from the tomb as Lord of lords and King of kings. All authority and power was put in his hands. Forty days later, he ascended into heaven 
where he now sits upon his father's throne waiting for his enemies to be thoroughly and finally defeated through the agency of his church. On Pentecost, as Lord of the harvest, Jesus poured out his spirit upon his disciples to equip, empower, and embolden them to spread the good news of his reign to all the earth, making disciples as they went. The kingdom of God began to spread throughout the earth as leaven does in a lump of dough. Still, Jesus waits in heaven for his enemies to be made his footstool. What remains? What is our responsibility in the matter? God's initial command to his newly created first couple is still in effect. I read from Genesis 1, 27 through 28. God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. God blessed them and God said to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it and rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over every living thing that moves on the earth. We have been given a dual responsibility. We are to multiply and rule in the natural realm and the spiritual. Just as we realize that we must reproduce children in the natural, we must also do so in the spiritual through the preaching of the gospel. Just as we nurture and prepare our children to become responsible adults, we must also disciple people to be responsible, reproducing followers of Christ. Just as we realize we must take dominion in natural areas of life, we must do so spiritually. We are to be involved in government, not politics per se. The government is upon Christ's shoulders, and we are his representatives. Jesus is coming back for a dynamic, involved church, not one that is defeated and passively letting the world go to hell in a handbasket. We can know for a fact that all things are working toward God's glory, which shall fill the earth. And we who know God are also assured that things are working out for our good, Romans 8, 28. Therefore, we are always able to praise God as we participate in his endgame for the ages. So let me review. God is creator and sovereign over his creation. God is sustainer. Everything and everyone depend on his power to uphold us. Therefore, nothing can happen that he does not allow. He can pull the plug on evil at any moment he desires. Evil does not, nor ever will, have the upper hand. Jesus is Redeemer. Those who put their trust in him are safe. Jesus is Lord. When Jesus rose from the dead, he assumed authority over all creation. 
every knee will bow to him and confess his lordship. All of history is moving toward that climactic event called the last judgment. All things must bow the knee as history moves irreversibly toward God's will for his son to be glorified. We can count on that. We are destined to co-reign with Christ both here in the now and in the final state of things. We are to be active, not passive, filled with faith, not fear, giving praise, not complaining. All things are also working for our good. So we're able to praise him even when, especially when we cannot see yet how that will come to pass. This gives God much glory and us much joy. Please pray with me. Lord, I give you thanks and praise that you are my creator God. I am here because you willed it so. I praise you that you sustain your creation moment by moment. The reason I have my breath is because of you. It is so easy for you to control the outcomes of world events since you are the sustainer. If you remove your support, no one can continue. We are totally dependent on you despite our bravado and blustering. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me so that I might be forgiven and receive eternal life. Thank you that I am part of the family of God and my destiny is to rule and reign with Thank you that you conquered death for our sake so that we no longer have to fear. Thank you, Jesus, that when you rose from the dead, you took command over all things, even though it does not yet appear to be so. It is so. Everything is aligning with your ultimate will. Every person eventually will acknowledge your lordship and rule. I do so now. Thank you, Jesus, that you are working all things out for our good and your glory. I pray for my government as Paul commanded us. I pray that you will work through our leaders to provide just government to our nation. Help me to be involved at whatever level you choose, Lord. You are sovereign in power and overflowing in mercy. You know that evil people are scheming and working to accomplish their plans at the expense of those who love your name because they hate you and your rule. Don't let their evil plans succeed. Work things out to be a blessing for your people and for your glory instead. Let the plans of evil people backfire on them. Let truth prevail and liars be exposed. Uncover the hidden things of darkness so that truth wins and your son is glorified. In the midst of your judgments, have mercy on those who are willing to repent. Open their eyes to believe the gospel. Strengthen those of your people who are suffering persecution for your sake around the world. Have mercy on the persecutors. Bring justice to the poor 
and the oppressed. Let your people always be praising you. Amen.